Welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your ever humble host, Chris. And let's talk about what's going on. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about Seth Rollins. Uh, during his match last Monday during with uh, 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 with the modern-day Maharaja, uh, he, uh, he injured his knee. And so we were first told, oh, it's just a knee injury. We're going to keep an eye on it. It's nothing too concerning. And then we wind up finding out Thursday, I believe, that it was that he was going to finally have an MRI and that we'd find out sometime Friday. Uh, next day, we're kind of everybody kind of in the wrestling world is kind of just waiting with bated breath because, really, let's be honest, we're all kind of trying to figure out what's going to happen. And we find out that he has uh, a torn meniscus and he sprained his MCL, I believe, or he. Or he is something's told one one of the one of the ligaments is strained, the other one's uh, torn. We are supposed to find out Monday. Uh, he's supposed to address it. More than likely, with what sucks is that he's more than likely going to have to sit out, which kind of makes a little bit of sense, just because they never really gave us a a title match for the Royal Rumble. I mean, really, let's be honest, there really aren't too many matches. The only matches we know of are the Women's Royal Rumble and the Men's Royal Rumble. Oh, and besides the Fatal 4-Way for the title, and we'll get to that in a few minutes. But I hope he doesn't have to have surgery. I think many fans are hoping he doesn't have to have surgery. If he does have to have surgery, that drastically changes things in in a very weird way. Because A, you have to figure that if he relinquishes the title, right, more than likely whoever more than likely whoever wins isn't whoever wins the Royal Rumble more than likely they'll just give him the title if that were the case. And to me, I think, okay, well that makes a little bit of sense. It kind of takes a lot of the drama out just because it's um, mainly just because then there's very little, there's not a lot of drama, so to speak. Because either or, because let's be honest, for the Men's Royal Rumble, there's maybe two, maybe three guys that we think are going to win the Royal Rumble. I mean, really, let's do Let's take it. Let's let's look at who is available to win, and honestly look at their chances. 
it's going to be one of three men. We either have Cody winning back-to-back years. That's A. I don't think that that's the best option on the table. I, I honestly don't. B, CM Punk. Okay, well, if CM Punk wins, that makes... That makes maybe the most sense. Or C. And this is the one that I'm kind of... I lean more towards just because I think that that'd be the best option. And that would be Drew McIntyre. Because if Drew wins, then he gets his WrestleMania moment. But more than likely, we all know his contract ends in April, so he's going to lose that mania. And I would rather him, if he's going to have the title, I'd rather him have a long title reign, you know? Because I think he deserves it. I think he deserves to actually have a long title reign with fans in the in in the seats. You know? You know, a lot of people continue to always look at the fact that well business was down when he was champion well no fucking shit it was you weren't making any money off of concessions you weren't making any money off of ticket sales you weren't making money period touring because you couldn't you were locked down in you were locked down in uh in the performance center in 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 Florida you were locked down there and yet everyone's like oh well they, we weren't making any money off of it well no fucking shit you couldn't make anything off of it the very little stuff that you could make was off of merchandise you weren't going to make enough Oh, well, ratings were down. Well, a lot of people weren't thinking about wrestling at the time. A lot of people were more concerned about other shit at the time. So again, that's another thing that you that people bring up, and I immediately say, well, more there was more important shit than wrestling. You know, there was. And let's be really fucking honest. If you were more concerned about wrestling than the daily occurrence of people dying because of COVID, whether or not you believed it or not, I honestly believe that you need to look in the mirror and say, okay, well, what is really real? And what really does matter? But I hope that's not the case. So, this is where I, this is where my, this is where I come in and I kind of look at it and I say, okay, this is what you're going to do. If you have to have him, if you have to have Seth Rollins relinquish the title, I say give it to CM Punk and you let Punk go into Mania with the title and you can let him head, he, no matter what, he was going to headline WrestleMania 40. That was always going to be... The second he signed the dotted line. 
he was more than likely promised, well, you're going to least headline night one. And if he's like, well, why am I not going to headline night two? Well, you got to look on SmackDown. You got to look at who we have. And you got to look at what we have in the storyline with Roman Reigns. You let CM Punk hold on to the title. You let him kind of have his moment in the sun and let him be who he is. And then just go from there. And then you you let Punk win. You let Cody then kind of like, okay, you know, you either let him lose from an injustice or you let him just kind of be upset and be like, okay, well, go to SmackDown and be like, you know what, Nick? I think I can help you out with your problem. And then Nick all is just like, okay, well, I'm all ears. Let's, well, what do, what do you want? And then you put the elimination chamber as they get to be the number one contender. That's what I would do. But again, I'm no writer. Um, let's get into Roman Reigns. Um, as I'm pretty sure everyone knows by now, you we keep hearing that Rock versus Roman was going to happen. A, a lot of people kept thinking, and I included, thought, oh, that could be the main event for Elimination Chamber. And and to me, I'm thinking, okay, well, that makes sense. Like, let's do that. Um, but But then you find out Rock and Roman are both not scheduled to go to Australia for uh, Elimination Chamber. Okay, well, what do we do from there? Again, this is just me spitballing. This is not me hearing from anything else. I'm laying it all out on the line. I do not listen to other wrestling podcasts. I do not look for other people's ideas. So if someone else said it, then okay, then my apologies. I never saw you read. I never saw what you said. The only wrestling podcast I listen to is Going In Raw. Okay. Um, but here's what I think they could do. I honestly believe the way to do it and make it look better is to have The Rock cost Roman the title. Could you imagine in the middle of that fucking ring, you let, you have Cody and, and Roman, they're going at it. And then all of a sudden Solo comes and he's about ready to Samoan spike him, Samoan spike uh, Cody Rose again, and you hear and you hear uh, Michael Cole, not again, not again. And then all of a sudden you hear the Rock's music, and all of a sudden he just comes down the aisle. He runs down the aisle, and all of a sudden Solo freezes. He doesn't do what he's supposed to do.
because he he can't do it because he sees the rock. And a rock comes down and he stops him. And then the rock is like, uh-uh, you can't do this. He has to do it on his own. And then have Roman look around and look in, in, in total shock to see the rock. And he's staring him down like, what the fuck are you doing here? This is my arena. Why are you here? And then that's when he gets... And then all of a sudden, Cody comes out of nowhere and does the Cody cutter. And then he's down, and Cody gets up, and he starts to... You hear the fan just coming, just, like, going crazy, okay? Just going crazy, and he picks him up in the center of the fucking ring, does the crossroads, not once but twice, and covers him in the middle of the ring for the one, two, three. And all of a sudden, we have a new champion. And it's not because of interference, by the way. Roman is shocked. He's pissed. And then all of a sudden, Solo walks away with, with the rock. And then Solo, just some moments, spikes Roman Reigns. And there's Roman Reigns just on the ground by himself. He has no one. And even Paul Heyman has to be like, I, I, I don't know what to do. You leave him of a shell of what he used to be. And then you let him take the few months off that, you, that we've all been hurt, that we've all been told. Because now that he is, a, I mean, he's been a, a part-time wrestler for over a year now. You finally let him take those few months off and you let Cody lead SmackDown into a new era. The Cody Rhodes era. Okay? That, that's what I would do. And then that's when... And then... Um, Solo goes out on his own. You let Solo and, and Paul take over. And... And Jimmy doesn't know what to do because now Jimmy's like, well, I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I should trust my little brother. I don't know what's going on. And then he goes out on his own. And you let them all finally get out on their own. You finally just let them be themselves. And then when Roman comes back, and that's when Roman finally comes to the realization that he has to, because now he's lost his empire. And now he blames only one man, The Rock. And then Rock and Roman have... Because I, from what I keep hearing, the one thing you keep thinking about is that they have their two matches in Saudi Arabia. I don't know if The Rock should do it, but I'm thinking that he could. And that's what he's going to do. I just don't know if it's career suicide for him to actually go out to Saudi Arabia twice. But who the fuck knows? The Rock, the Rock is the Rock, and he can do whatever the hell he wants to. Correct? Correct. Um, let's talk the women's division. It looks as if more than likely, it, it looks like 
it, it looks as if they're uh, they will turn their back on Bailey, meaning to dam damage control. Damage control is really kind of like they're just you know what I mean like they're just kind of like I don't know I feel like damage control as a whole they need something and I think getting rid of Bailey is what they're gonna do I honestly do um, but I think that it, I think the turn starts with Bailey thinking that she's screwing over um, uh, the the tag team the the women's tag team champions to help them against the Kabuki Warriors, and she's going to interfere in the wrong way, and they're going to still win the. Because I don't think that they should be just transitional champions to um, uh, to the Kabuki Warriors, but again, you know. I'm not, I'm no writer, so I don't know. But I think that's the right way of doing it because then Bailey, Bailey starts realizing that, you know what? I, I, you know, like she interfered the wrong way and now all of a sudden she's like, you know what? Like I'm starting to feel a little left out. Because I don't think that they should, I don't, I honestly just don't think that they should be tag champions right now. I think let those two have a go at it for a little bit. And then, um, I don't know what, I, I don't know what they're going to do as far as the women's Royal Lumble, because I think that there's, just, uh, there's a lot of good stories, but again, I feel like there's like maybe three potential champions. And the potential champions go as, as, as such. I think there, I think there's a chance Becky wins, Nia Jax wins, or, um, uh, um, Bianca Belair. But I don't really know if Bianca Belair is going to really win it. Um, it also depends on whether or not they're actually going to let Jade Cargill actually finally wrestle. I think that'd be like the best way for her to start is to be at the Royal Rumble. And I think that'd be the best way to let her kind of, um, uh, kind of showcase what she's learned. Because from what I keep, I don't know, from what I keep hearing, they want to build her up from scratch. They don't want her to be they're they're tearing down what they what she's learned from AEW and they're reteaching her everything from promo work to in-ring work to everything. And if that's the case then shit, God bless. Have fun. You know, but you have to like you're gonna have to do something because people are are I'm not saying that they're forgetting her, but I'm also thinking that the time is now to make her as a surprise entrance, and that's how they do it. I would love to see Nia Jax win. I doubt very seriously that they're going to let her win, 
just because I think that they really, because honestly, I think that that's how that they're gonna, because I, I think uh, Nia versus Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley is gonna be at um, Elimination Chamber in Australia because I think that's where they're gonna put it. And then let her kind of. I, but again, I just don't want Becky Lynch to. Like, I get it, and you're paying her a lot of freaking money, and I don't know if the rumors are true, the way she's making. But if she's making three mil, three bills, three mil, a, a, you almost have to give her the title and let her. But again, I just don't know. Um, if you are on TikTok, I would advise you to to give a um, a follow to Charlotte Flair. She's putting in a lot of work uh, post operation from her knee injury. Um, good for her, man. Especially especially when you are the type of person that she is, where she's not going to let a second of the day go by without her working on herself and her body, it, you have to give it to her because I think, honestly, it's probably one of the best things, you know, to look at. Because she's really, really, I mean, she's already fucking motivated enough as it is, but now, you know, I, I just think that she's going to, you know, she's eventually going to figure, she's going to eventually get better and come back um i know last week we talked about uh wrestlers that were coming back i am so excited that um uh dana brooke or ash by elegance by tna standards now i'm so happy that she's coming back into wrestling i i I fully have said this before. I think she she has the makings of a really good wrestler. She I liked her before when she was just the uh the buff bodyguard to Charlotte Flair when she first came up. Uh I even liked it when she was like the the assistant to uh to Titus O'Neil, you know? Like, I, I've always really liked her, and I think that she's a really good wrestler, and I think that with TNA, you can give her, you, um, they can give her the, uh, the time to actually, uh, to actually wrestle and to actually do stuff, because I think Scott, Scott Amore is a really good, uh, he's a really good producer and he's going to put her in the right spot. Um, and Nick Namath or Dolph Ziggler, he's also a TNA also. Uh, I think that's really a good idea to put him, that he's over there along with going to um, New Japan. I think that's a really good spot for him. Get him to really good paydays out there and he could really you know give him some time out there you know I think 
I, I think wrestlers that go from WWE to New Japan and the the smaller promotions, and by no means am I saying that as a derogatory comment. I'm saying when you're in a smaller promotion and you are someone that was considered big in the WWE um, arena, and now you're with TNA, you're the main you you catapult to a higher level. You know, no matter no matter if you've come from WWE, when you go to a smaller promotion, you are higher up now. And you can kind of pick and choose. So honestly, I think that's what's best for him. Um, but congratulations to Jimmy and Naomi, or Trinity, uh, Trinity Fatu. Uh, they've been they've been married for ten years, so congratulations to them. I'm really looking forward to to Naomi finally coming back uh, to WWE. She's more than likely going to make a surprise entrance into the Royal Rumble, so I'm very excited about that, which is next week. Um, I just think that that's what's best for her, you know. I. Anytime you can wrestle and get paid for it, it's a great thing. And especially now that she, and now that most of them are coming back, I know that Rick Boogs hasn't really come back yet. Uh, but who knows? You know, he just might. You know, he could probably just go back. To, he can probably go to TNA or something or AEW and and really do some of the stuff. I keep uh, one one of the funnier things I keep seeing is that people keep talking about that MJF is gonna be a surprise entrance. He's not gonna fucking be a surprise entrance. I'm sorry. There's no fucking way that he's already signed, and there's no possible way that he signed and no one fucking knowing. Okay, unless. The only people that know that he came, that he's there, that he signed, is Triple H and him. And MJF doesn't really talk. And MJF isn't talking. Because we all know MJF likes to fucking talk. And he's not one to uh, mince words about it. He's going to just do what he wants to do. So... Um, that's going to be it for me tonight. Next week is going to be an extra long podcast just because of it. Just because it's it's the Royal Rumble. I mean, come on, let's be honest. It's the it's it's the road to WrestleMania, and let's be honest. This is going to be very very interesting. It's going to be very interesting whether or not. Whether or not the title's going to be up for grabs at the Royal Rumble, or not, or are they going to, or is uh, Seth Rollins going to continue wrestling? You know, who the fuck knows, right? I mean, seriously, who the fuck knows? So that's going to be it for me. Like I said, next week, extra long episodes, so you get to hear me talk for a very long time. So until then, I will talk to you all later, and if you're looking for me, 
look to the skies and follow the buzzards.